Will and Zane may have paper master degrees taped loosely to their walls, but whoever said a master degree makes you good at your job? This is comedic advice and should never be followed as real advice, so just sit back and enjoy. Oh, hey there, folks. Welcome back to Save Your Bacon, an advice comedy podcast where we think we're helping. My name is Will Palumbo. And I'm Evie-winning Zane Shaw, and it's so great to hear our voices again. Is that us? Is that us? <laughs> Are we the Evie winners? Is it us or is it you? For anybody that doesn't know, the Evies is the largest college student-run award show in the nation. We, Save Your Bacon, were nominated for an Evie. I... One and Oh, okay. Okay, see, that's why I was confused. I know it sounded like I was just a jerk, assuming that it would be us. But see, I'm just not up to date with what's going on. So I'm like, oh, that could be that could be us. Yeah, so we won I'm the right... I'm top four and I don't even go to your dang school. I'm we, okay with that. We, <laughs> we won the right <laughs> to being nominated. Okay. We, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not great about that, but that sounds good. All right. <laughs> Okay, Zane, Zane, Zane. I want to yes. tell you, I have, I have good news Ooh, and I have me. bad news. Oh, tell me both. I have actually. Both. Which one? Which one? Tell you me want? the bad news first, because you know okay. me. I would rather end with good. As an update on my life, I will say the chair in which I sit in right now, and the chair in which I use in order to record, it is, it is, uh, uh, it is dawned on to me that it now has a slow decline, as in just every every five minutes or so, it'll just start dropping. <laughs> so you're and, slowly, and slowly it, sinking. No, I know exactly what I'm thinking. It is quite rapid. <laughs> but when it happens, it goes to the point where like my shoulders are nearly at like table level, and so I have to hike it back up. And so if you hear that, that is what that is. Um, on a on a better note, though, I wanted to say I have a better way to sleep because of the noises like that throughout the night. Uh, I'm gonna play you some of the hits. Hold on, give me a second here. Oh Let me my just. Uh, gosh. You hear that? Oof. That's that's rain. Okay. It just, it, actually, actually, the title for that one is just rain. Here, it seems a lot quieter now that I'm awake. <laughs> oh, you hear that? That's thunder. A summer night. This is this is the soundtrack to my sleep right here. I thought as long as we're on an audio format, you might want a listener inside. I'm um, so thankful that you ooh. found the best time to uh, show off the thing that helps you sleep on an episode of our podcast where. When people are listening to this at six in the morning, the first thing that they're hoping for is something that helps them fall back asleep. Put, put them asleep at the wheel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one's for when you plug in a guitar, but it doesn't work right. Yeah, that's just <laughs> white noise right there. That one's not good. I don't listen to that one at night, I'm going to be honest. You fall asleep comfortably like, ah, oh, good times when I couldn't play the guitar just right. Yeah, that this is great grandma fell asleep while watching Wheel of Fortune and then her cable went out and she didn't turn down the TV and did not turn off the TV. Yeah, so I just wanted to play that for you. That's good news. That's been a, a great addition to my sleep life. I just thought everybody might want to know, you know? So that's uh, that's me right now. Oh my How are you doing? Goodness gracious. I am still sleeping in the best situation known to man. I have a nice memory foam mattress on a bunk bed, but I am the top bunk, and so I've got all the space. I got the top bunk not even by choice. It's great. It's great. The guy that I'm rooming with said... 
I want the bottom bunk. And I said, are you sure? You can't even sit up. Of course I'm sure. You actually want the top bunk that badly? He doesn't have any space to move on the bottom bunk. When he gets up, he hits his head on the bars underneath. Don't you have a ceiling? I have like twice to three times the space above my head than he does. Oh, does he now? Okay, okay. I'll, I'll take your word for it, but I thought you sent me a picture at some point, and I was like, man, whoever has to take that top bunk sucks. Nah, nah. I really okay. I really got away with it. Lucky there. Um, sometimes there, uh, we live very close to the airport and a block away from the police station. So very often I will see oh. police cars and fire trucks and planes all at once. And they love to make a ton of noise all at the exact same time. You should get a noisemaker. It was $17 on Amazon, Zane. I'll gift it to you. Send me your address. We got a noisemaker and it's wonderful. It sounds exactly like a Prius. Now that sounds, okay. Now, now okay, I'm just going to put this out there. If I had a sound machine and I shared a room, I feel like that's intimate. Is that weird? I feel like I, I'm like, I want it for myself, but the moment I'm sharing the noisemaker with someone else, which I guess does remove any sort of noises that would, I don't know. It just seems weird to have that same noise thing putting you to sleep. Does that make any sense? Explain to me, explain to me the intimacy specific part. It just seems like, uh, I, I can't, I can't give it to Here, you. Here, let me set a scene. Let me set a scene. All right. Uh, you and your significant other great dinner great day right all right just picture this with me you've now arrived at a nice holiday and maybe a holiday in extreme shout out to us um <laughs> you, <laughs> wow you are now at this holiday inn and say hi we'd like one room uh one king size bed and they say all right so i'm guessing it's a pretty intimate affair would you like a noisemaker <laughs> to really seal the night would you <laughs> you both look at each other you don't even say a, a word to each other you look back he taps his nose twice and he slides you a noisemaker <laughs> okay i get it i'm dumb it just seems what do you set it to do you set it to rain it literally it literally just makes an exhale of air noise it's oh it, i don't like that it's it literally no it's wonderful it just sounds like oh, it's great <laughs> No, that doesn't sound great. Go get it. Well, see, that was Go get it no, right now. No, it's just it. air. It's not exciting for anybody. It's supposed to no. help you sleep. Get it and put it up to the microphone. Will, I am not playing that noisemaker for you. That is my noisemaker. Why are you afraid of it? Oh, so it is intimate. It's intimate okay. when I'm alone. <laughs> it's okay. I understand. My roommate goes home for the weekends. That noisemaker is mine right now. <laughs> You're a hypocrite. All right, let's get to the questions, shall we? Wonderful. Who's going to go first? I can. All right, cool. I'm going. <laughs> Dear Will and Zane, recently I went to a small boutique browsing Christmas gifts for my friends and family. It was a quiet store, and I overheard a woman in her middle ages browsing the candles saying... They don't make these like they used to. I bet China sent you these. I checked the candles after she left. They were handmade in the U.S. My question is this. How do I remove the vomit taste from my mouth after being around boomers? <laughs> <laughs> this person walks up to can. I want to know what they believe in the making of candles when they looked what at a candle. Mean? When you look at a candle, uh, what's your first thought of how it's made, right? 
what does it smell like and how have they repeated the smells? I do I do I love candles. Candles are wonderful. I have two running right now as we record. Me too. Really? Yeah. You got two on right now? Yeah. Okay, but have you ever gone into a uh, uh, a candle store like a Bath and Body or something? Okay, isn't that weird? The Bath and Body has just turned into look at our thousand candles. I actually talked about this with someone yesterday. Yes. Really? Yes. Yes. It's just transformed. It's just here's 500 candles. Also body soap in the back. Welcome to candles that work. That's the new name of our store. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyways, you go in and you sniff them and you're just like, Wait, what have they reused this for? That's my automatic thought. And I get really excited when I find a scent of a candle that hasn't been recycled from sugar cookie. Does that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Okay. I thought it was just a me thing. No. We have to tag this as like extreme candling also in the podcast section. I'm just baffled where this this lady's head was at where she looked at a candle. Now, at first, she she looked at this candle and reminisced in the days that she knew exactly how candles used to be made. Yeah. Do you think they made way better candles like 50 years? I mean, I don't know, like 30 years ago. How much better <laughs> would the, were those candles? Do we have I any think... way to tell or were they so good that they've all gotten burned? I, that's the we burned them all as that and is, everybody forgot every year every 10 years or something we can just trust that nobody remembers what the old candles smell like because they all got burnt oh my god how fascinating is that like how good were candles from that long ago we don't we know. have no idea how good those candles were and it's like well what did they smell like it's like i don't know i can't burn it to find out it's it's gone. I hope someone out there, yeah, I hope someone has like a 50-year time capsule we're going to open up real soon here, and it's going to be like, oh, this is a candle from 45 years ago. It was their favorite scent. No and we're just going to, Bath and Body Works is going to go out of business because somebody found way, way better candles than their recycled sugar cookie scents. There is no way that you dig up a candle from a capsule buried 50 years ago. A time ago. capsule? Yeah. What, is the, what is the issue with that? You no, know what I'm talking no, about. The... No, there's no way that you dig that up and it smells great. Okay, what would it? It's just wax. What is it going to sniff like? <laughs> okay, well, think of it this way. Wax, it takes on the scent of what it's mixed with, right? Like, that's how, yeah. you, that's how you get the scent. So that candle has now, at this point, the ground. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. Okay, no, you're, you're trying to tell me that the pumpkin walnut pecan scent from Bath and Body Works has walnuts, pumpkins, and pecans inside of it? Yes. It has maple syrup just drizzled on the inside? Absolutely. If the, hey, if and not, it wasn't made in a big old chemical factory with dudes in white coats and rubber gloves? If not, is that's that what you're bad telling craftsmanship. Me? There's, just, there's just 65-year-old women with bonnets and aprons on just slowly caramelizing pecans to dump into their soil candles. And then some guy, some 20-year-old Silicon Valley guy runs in and is like, hey guys, I just invented an app. It's called Amazon on the go. And guess what? We can buy the scent of lilacs instead of going out and picking real lilacs. And this woman says, oh, God, the day that they don't make them like this anymore. <laughs> okay, so that's what it used to be is what we're saying. We can agree on that. So okay. what would be wrong with time capsule? You never got to finish that. I cut you off. Oh, everything would melt together and it would take on the scent of everything that was capsulated with it. Shut up. You know what a candle is. It's in glass and it has a lid on it. You open the <laughs> lid, which is inside the time capsule. The time capsule is not one big candle, you dolt. You're also <laughs> you're, you're not taking into account human error of someone maybe putting in a candle that they like the smell of and therefore put it in because they're like um i want to save this 
for later, and they forgot to lit it. You have very little hope in people, Zane. I actually love the idea of someone lighting a candle, loving the smell, and they're like, you know what, I'm going to save this for later, but as uh, late, like 10 years later, and so they put the candle in a time capsule and say, I can't wait until 10 years from now. I can't wait to sniff this in a decade. (laughs) I can smell this again. Can't wait to sniff this one day longer. When I'm 68, this sniff will be incredible. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Like you've so- you've sold the house, you go back to the old house owner, and they're like, "You're like, excuse me, I've got a time capsule in the backyard." They're like, "Oh, sure, sure." They let you back there. You dig it up. You say, "Finally," they say, "What's in it?" <laughs> you, you, from the from the pits of the time capsule, a glow, a nice little glow. You. You lift the candle up and you give it a big sniff and you say, mm, I can't, you know what? This is so good. I can't wait to smell it 10 years from now. And you put it's it right back down. Back in the time cap, back in, you cover it up yeah. and you say, I'll be back. And then you I'll leave be, the yeah. house. That was enough, and then he put it back in. So how do you uh, how do you get rid of the taste of the of having met a boomer? Uh, yeah. Do it like they used to do it. You just gotta shove the ingredients of something that smells nice into your mouth, and that'll get that taste right out. Also, do it like they do, and just shove all those emotions way, way deep, deep down inside your soul. And then that makes us into a nice scent known as old people smell. Yep, old people. Sp- smell and and uh you're not getting any tips sorry no tips no thanks no tips not for you yeah okay anyway zane i want you to give me a question you got it this question comes from jade thank you jade she says thanks jade hey guys i need she wrote a lot of s's um oh yeah i need some advice my roots are showing and i look awful lol so Mm. i need help deciding what color i should dye my hair this time Right now, it's faded pink-red, and I've had it this color for a while, so I want to change it up. Would love to hear what y'all have to say. Thanks. What's pink-red? Pink-red. I mean, like, I get it. I get the I get the concept, mm-hmm. but, like, it's not pink and it's not red. Because pink is its own color, and red, if I'm not mistaken, is another color. Mm-mm. That's... Uh, no, uh, no, stop this nonsense. No. We know that one is a shade of the other. No. <laughs> <laughs> we... <laughs> both aware right Zane we can be on the same page in that in that sense the the pink and red are one is a different shade of the other correct you have no idea how badly I want to disagree with you for no reason (laughs) okay okay I'm just making sure because I'm I've been okay we understand okay step one we made it very cool um my what is a good color? What have people not done? Give me a second here. Yeah. I'm going to... What color, Google, what color has hair not been? This is a real question. Has anybody ever dyed their hair their natural hair color? What? <laughs> have... Sorry, I was... I spelled hair wrong, and now I was... <laughs> I I was uh, kind of in tune to what color has hairy not been. Um, but what, what were you saying? Has anybody ever, and I'm not talking someone that's hair is like grayed, so they just want revival in their youth. Has anybody ever dyed their hair that it's just like, let's say someone's hair is black, right? Cool. They go in and they get their hair dyed black. Has that ever okay. happened? I, 
Now, Zane, you, let's let's play pretend, shall we? Let's 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 do some role play. Yes. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a customer, and cool. you're going to be a uh, salon person. What's their name? Cool. Um, What's the, bet, op, op, very suave. No, 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 no. What's the name of being a hair person? <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. just give me a generic haircutter name. You asked from me France. what my name was. My name is Betty Swap. <laughs> okay, okay, a what stylist. is it called? No, you go to school for what? Oh, beauty school. You go no, to be a... No, shut hold up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's competition. I just want it. No. <laughs> Come on. Ah. Uh, it starts with an O. Hair scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it is. All right. I'm very suave, the hair scientist. There's a lot of websites called the hair scientist, it turns out. Oh, man. Uh, this person's Twitter handle is hairologist. This isn't helpful. All right. Cosmetologist. 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 All right. Okay, we're role playing. I am very suave, the hair scientist. I went to school for cosmetology. <laughs> Yes. Now you're making it big. Your mirror is six feet tall. Mm -hmm. And that's just a trend I found in the fancier places. And I am a customer. You are trying to do what's best for your customer. You're trying to please them. You're trying to make some money. Yes. Get good tips. Return customers. Hi there. My hair is black. Can I get black dye? I would love to dye your hair even a darker shade of black. No, it's. I don't want it darker. I want it just the exact same. The exact same with a little bit of highlights. No, to, no highlights. To emphasize the black. Uh, no, I don't want emphasization at all. I just want it to be the exact same as what it is now. And when you leave this place, people will look at your hair and say... That's the exact same. Oh. People will leave. I will leave and people will be, hey, did you do nothing? And I'll be, yeah. <laughs> So you're going to leave and people will say, what did you change while you were in there? And you'll say, nothing. You'll say, how much did it cost? And respond, $82, maybe more. I didn't count. There was a tip as well. I felt pressured into tipping. Do you tip your hair person? Yeah, all all the time. Every single time. Um, This is the real question. All right. You've gone in and (laughs) you've got your black hair. They dye Mm -hmm. it black for you. Yeah. Um, and you tip and everything, but you... but that'd be a crime, Zane. We have to under... that'd be a crime if you <laughs> let a person get their hair dyed the exact same color. There are no highlights. There are no changes. the 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 narrative we've created is that they are getting the exact same hair color as what they had before, with no difference. These are two questions of mine. Um, one: Are you allowed to sue because you got ripped off? <laughs> <laughs> No, you got exactly what you wanted. Two, how would you feel if you went home and you showered and then like black hair dye is falling to the ground? You say, oh my God, and you rush to the mirror and your hair is still black and you say, no. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're getting your hair done black for your black hair and then you see it coming out and you're like, oh no, he told me it would last eight to ten washes. This is only my third. No. And then you sue for getting ripped off. You run and you say, is this how you get your kicks? And they say, what are you talking about? You said, and he looks at your hair and he's like, this is, this is exactly what it was before. (laughs) This is the dumbest thing I've ever stated in my entire life. Oh my gosh. It's, it's a literal crime that that happened. Okay. So when I was in, when I was like 
maybe third grade. I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast oh. before, but I saw an ad for a lie detector test, and I was like, "That's super cool, polygraph test. I love that." I didn't know what that word was. I was eight, cool. but I thought it was like really cool the idea that you could just like tell it, ask people lies and truths, and it would tell you it. But nobody had the heart to tell me that it wouldn't actually do that, and that it was just making educated guesses. Not not even educated. It was a coin flip, to be honest. Right. But it was made for kids, and it was specifically made for girls. And the ad was just full of girls at slumber parties, and it was like purple and green, and that doesn't. It, it was it was quite feminine, and everybody but me understood this at eight years old. There's nothing wrong with femininity. I just didn't understand why it was wrong. And so I went to the store, and I'm like, Mom, this is what I want. And it's just surrounded by Bratz dolls and Barbies and Polly Pockets and things like that. And my mom was like, you don't really want that. And I was like, no, I really do. I want to be able to tell what BS you're telling me. I, this is a truth detector. And and she was like, you don't, you don't actually want that. And I picked it out, and we went to the checkout line. And the checkout person says, is this a present for your sister? I said, no, this is for me. And she goes, are you sure? And I feel like that's exactly how the salon person would be, but they would still freaking sell it to you. They would sell the black hair dye to the to the black haired person. Yeah, absolutely. You have to. Yeah. It's a crime, but you have to do it. It isn't a crime to sell me the truth detector. It's worse in the hair situation. It's but it's the same. Cause think of it this way. It could be somebody that walks into a hairstylist place and just says, Hi, here's twenty dollars. And they say, what kind of hairstyling do you want done today? You say, nothing. They say, sir. Make this look the way it is. We have to. We have to do something. You said, fine. Make, by the end of this haircut session, I don't want to see a single difference. But it's got to last at least an hour. I'm going to close my eyes and I want you to put in maximum effort to make this look the exact same by the end. I have to hear the scissors clipping. And I have to feel the blow dryer on my hair at least once. Yes. Yeah. The scissors got a clip. I got to feel hair fall on my shoulder. When I look down at the end, there has to be just like 10,000 hair molecules just stuck in my shoes. I'm not here for a haircut. I'm here to refeel the unbelievable uh, euphoric rush that I feel during the process of a haircut yes it's the process that gets me and i need to be convinced but i love the, my hair the way it is and i get it done somewhere else <laughs> imagine telling them that but they're just so tired of me doing this i came here fantastic sam please do me good you know um okay i have an answer to your question i want you to dye it gray not gray. silver silver looks cool straight up gray and people be like you got a disease and you'll be like yep no not really and it's called but it looks like that looking good <laughs> and it's called looking really good and being super mature tired of being called immature mm-hmm. dye your hair gray absolutely three years old dye your hair gray absolutely. have them think you are so freaking mature all those dudes who are into older women are going to flock oh on my god hair. this is such a good answer will you get, it actually is. You get older. And I'm proud of it. Older men are gonna flock to you. Um, oh, you're sugar never, daddy central. Yeah, yes, you're never you're you're never gonna need to pay for anything because it's like you're immediately gonna like get into all these places. Like, sorry, 18 or older, they're gonna be like, oh, you're definitely mature for your age. I see those gray hairs, and you will never get carded again. 18 year olds trying to get into the bars, right here, gray hair, diet right now. Just kidding. That's really bad for me to say that people should be doing that. Don't. 
Okay, also, keep going, Zane. Also, sometimes <laughs> you're going to get, like, uh, people are going to think that you're uh, way smarter than you may be because a lot of people start to get gray or lose their hair from stress from very high-end or intelligence-based uh, jobs. So yes. people immediately think that you've got a lot on your plate. You're a busy woman. Uh, you have experience. You've gone through stuff. Mm-hmm. You've seen days. You've seen better and worse days, and you're ready to tell the tales and work the work and be there for the company. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love this. this Dye your so hair good. gray. Dye your hair gray. Dye your hair gray. Not silver, not platinum, gray. Yeah. Dye it gray. And you know what's going to happen? meek gray. People are going to see that and think, oh, she's pulling that off. You're going to start a trend, and out of nowhere, we're never going to know if a single person is underaged or not again. Yeah, it's very age is just an an ambiguous number that means nothing at this point. Also, I found nothing online, and Google is not helpful. Looking old is the new young. Hey guys, I'm going to talk about some middle stuff. Welcome to middle stuff part of our show. I just want to say that uh, uh, for the most part, we're just so happy to be here and uh, know that you're listening to us again. Thanks for not skipping through this part. We really appreciate that. But I want to say, hey, uh, uh, if you haven't checked us out already on things like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, we have uh, new and updated stuff on YouTube uh, because Zane has been busy at work making some really cool uh, animations for for our different uh, uh popular fun sketches that we've done over the weeks months things like that um uh they're really cool he did them by hand and i don't know if he's ever done anything like this before in the past Never. but they ended up yeah they end up looking so cool um and it's another one of those cool things to be able to share and send your friends in case you want them to get interested in a cool podcast like this one uh we also want to say that uh word of mouth once again is the best way a podcast gets heard we don't pay any money for advertising um and so uh there is no market that we put ourselves onto except through word of mouth social media sharing things like that so if you could do that uh, uh, and spread the word about our podcast. That's how we continue to grow this great listenership that we have. Speaking of we don't get any advertising, this episode is brought to you by <laughs> <laughs> by Eleven Watch Co., a wonderful company that I uh, had the uh, beauty to work with at one point. Eleven Watch Co. is a beautiful watch company where every 11 watches sold will provide one food pack to a child in need and to fight child hunger and malnourishment. It is a wonderful product that you should get involved with immediately. You buy a watch and they sell a life sa- or they give a life-saving food pack to a child in need. And if you go to their website, you can get a watch. It's just it's a cool watch. It's honestly it's just a cool watch. So why not get a watch and at the same time feed a child? They save lives, we save your bacon, so why not check them out? And if you want to help uh, us grow, much like them, yes, you can follow us on social medias. We have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of them, at Save Your Baking. Yeah, those are the changes. Yes. I'm drifting drifting downwards. Spelled like, just imagine God's cookbook. That's us. Uh, God's cooking up some baking. Oh, that's uh, a good way to explain it. Yeah, I like that. exactly. At Savior Baking, because Savior Baking Save Podcast is baking. too long. SYB is too <laughs> short. We found the middle ground by something that's not our name. <laughs> and to be clear, it's not the it's not the Save Your Bacon podcast is too long for Instagram or Twitter. It's just too long for us. Some of the some of them it actually it doesn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? Wait, it doesn't fit on. I think it doesn't on, fit on doesn't Twitter. Fit on? Oh, that's a bummer. I yeah. mean, yeah, that is a long 
at. So that makes sense. Uh, find us at God's Cookbook. God's Cookbook. On Instagram Save your baking. And Twitter. And we appreciate this is just getting more complicated as we explain it. We appreciate every share, every follow. And uh, Will, you actually also wanted to do a giveaway for those who share this episode, right? That's right, folks. Hey, Zane, have you ever wanted to own 24 peacock feathers? It's only been a dream of mine since I was born. You ever remember going to PE in third grade and thinking, man, these suckers stay on my finger so well. I'm having so much fun wandering and staring at the eye of the peacock. Well, now today, folks, you can live that with 23 of your own friends. I got two dozen peacock feathers for an event that I uh, that I was a uh, uh, creator for um, in the spring and I still realized that the back of my closet had 24 peacock feathers these could be yours we're gonna be doing a giveaway for these peacock feathers I'm not gonna tell you how much they're worth they are real genuine peacock feathers though and they can be yours if you will what should we do if you share the podcast and that with your friends and tag us on social media showing that you shared the podcast, you're immediately entered to get these peacock feathers. Amazing. Perfect. Yeah, you can either tag us in something or you can DM us saying that, hey, I shared your thing and we will send <laughs> off our... What? Hey, <laughs> and I then we... did it. Give me the peacock <laughs> hey, feathers. I did your thing. Please enter me for peacocks. And so uh, we, I will gladly ship these off. No cost to you. 24 brand new peacock feathers. I'll sign it myself. Zane won't because he's in Boston. You know my signature, um, though. You do it. Yeah, I can I can do your signature. Anyways, uh, that's all we have for middle stuff. Let's get back to some questions. What do you Wonderful. say? I have a question. Uh, what do stairs do? My boyfriend and I want to move in together, and he pitched to me the idea to build a house using only ramps to go from one floor to another. <laughs> <laughs> he argued that our lives would be simpler not needing to find steps in the dark. And we could show off the <laughs> And we could show off the upstairs teddy wheelchair using friends if we made any. <laughs> and there were tears rolling down my cheeks. <laughs> Call me old fashioned, but I kinda want stairs. <laughs> What's my argument for why we should have stairs? And that's from I'm fine with wheelchairs. I get that you want to be progressive with the ramps. <laughs> but can, just imagine for me. This I get is it. Our next, this is our next step to fight ableism, Zane. Can you imagine in your exact scenario? It's nighttime, all right? You're trying to go upstairs. Fine. You don't have to find the steps. It's just a ramp. And you're like, oh, okay, so this is new. Uh, but imagine you're <laughs> you're walking back downstairs at night you were getting out of your bed a glass of water and you are so thrown off guard by the fact that you're not hitting another step that you're gonna tumble down this ramp and you're you know what however many flights your your entire house is you're gonna keep going because the whole thing is a ramp and it's dedicated to making sure that you can efficiently get down as far as you possibly need to you're gonna roll until you can't roll anymore ah <laughs> uh. Yeah, so I started. Th- I, I I agree because I started thinking about the way that this would work. You know, I mean, it's clearly not a regular house you're creating because you have the liberty to decide whether there are stairs or not. But uh, I started thinking, what would it look like to to house ramps on the inside 
of a household and i and i'm just imagining wrigley field and the fact that to get up you know a half a flight worth of stairs it's like 40 feet long oh my god because wait. the grading's like three percent right so what is the grading on this on this ramp that you are i'm just drifting into oblivion my no, chair I didn't is even, just i didn't even no no i'm just <laughs> i'm just leaving the i'm leaving earth's atmosphere <laughs> via my chair I didn't even um, just think sinking about into this. the earth. Well, okay, no. yeah, I think it's like a forty-five degree angle is the issue, right? Because I was thinking, I was thinking, like, yeah, you replace normal stairs with a ramp. You want to show? All right, this is actually way better. So, normal scenario at like baseball fields, cool. It's like uh, thin ramps or whatever, and they go back and forth until they get up wherever they need to. If you want to fit it into a house, you're replacing the stairs angle which is probably a bit, sometimes a bit more than 45 degrees. Oh, no. So could you imagine? Oh, yes, with stairs. Yes, yes I was yes. about to say. So if now, I saw a ramp, like, that's called a roof. Exactly. So, so now yeah. you, oh, my inside roof. Uh, so, Yo, you found my inside roof to the next floor. Just imagine Have this. Have fun climbing. You do make a wheelchair, friend. God sees this plan through and says, here, for your unbelievably out there idea that someday you'd meet a wheelchair friend. Here he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here they he come is. over. They say, "Hey, what's that?" Oh, you say, "Oh, <laughs> we got that installed." That's for you. Just for you. <laughs> <laughs> they say, but, but that's, <laughs> but, 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 but that's you meet that's a friend. You go to a coffee shop. You go to a coffee shop. You're sitting there and you're like, "Ooh, that guy." Right? You're sitting. Oh no, no. You, you're sitting there. You are. You have a wheelchair. You. You, for whatever reason, I'm not concerned, you have a wheelchair. And you're sitting at a coffee shop, a man comes up to you and he says, hey, I, I just, what's up? And you start talking, you become friends, and he's like, you should come over sometime. Me and my me and my partner would love to meet you. And you say, yeah, sure. And you go over to their house, and you see that there is a ramp. There's a very large ramp. And both of them just walk on their two feet. Yeah. And you, uh, you know, after some charcuterie and a glass of Merlot, you're sitting and... Uh, you can't help but ask, hey, what's the ramp for? And they say, that's for you. <laughs> and now imagine, imagine how terrified the person in the wheelchair would be in this moment. Put yourself in this place. Now, they say, would you like to see upstairs? You say, oh, no, thanks. Plus, oh, that's... Oh, no, that's where I die. <laughs> that... Oh nope, that's dead zone for me. That's dead zone for me. That's where I die upstairs. Plus, that's a forty-five degree angle. Can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's. It's also it's also an inside roof. So I don't think so. Now hear this. They say, "Oh, it's okay. We'll push you up there." And you say, "No," and but you can't. No, run. really, so it's they, all right. I can just wheel myself out the front door. They say, they say, "No, I insist." They push you up the ramp, right? They show you upstairs. You say, "Well, I best be going." Now you're on your way back. And you get to that, you get to that inside roof, and you look down, and you say, "Oh God, if I try and make my way down this by myself, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to speed straight into that wall at the end of this place." That wall is the second dead zone for me. It seems <laughs> they say dead zone two, bottom of. Okay, is it's a flight of stairs? Is it a roll of ramp? What is it? <laughs> it can't. Well, I mean. It can't be a. It's got to be a slide. It's got to fly downstairs. What do you do down ramp? It's a flight of stairs, so it's a sli- it's a slide of ramp, right? Because you slide. I think it's like a like a sled, maybe. Like yeah, a... you sled you sled downstairs. Mm-hmm. Like skiing. Ski downstairs. A ski a, a ski of ramp. A ski. <laughs> a ski. <laughs> 
Oh, oh it's, it's a ski ramp, is it? <laughs> oh, it's right up the ski ramp. Hey, I'm right at the ski ramp right now. I'm at the snowboarder of ramp. So, <laughs> also just I'm ima- at the tube of ramp. How weird is it to say like, "Honey, could you come down here?" And they say, "What was that, honey? I couldn't hear you. I'm up ramp." <laughs> I'm up ramp right now. Hey, what are you doing up ramp? Come oh, down, I'm just gonna head. To- come down ramp. Dinner's ready. <laughs> Dinner's ready. Come down ramp, kids. <laughs> Come back home. Up ramp. That's a weird place. That's a dead zone if you show up and they say that the ramp is for you. That's amazingly terrifying. Ugh. And also, it's just really terrifying because we're not going to say anything that's funnier than the actual question. That's exactly true. Uh, <laughs> if you want... <laughs> call you old-fashioned because you want stairs... Uh, call oh, we, yeah, we didn't touch that. We're used to our roofs being outside. Yeah, I I think, yeah, we're used to our roofs being outside. Let's keep them there. If you want to slide, do it on top of the house. No, that's <laughs> that's harmful. That seems like a threat. It's so good we have a disclaimer you want to go sliding the hop show up now. on the house. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> that's, a, that's a threat to a person's life if you tell them that. Uh, what's your argument? Yeah, I think you, you just tell them you're old-fashioned. Just let them deal with it. Say you're a conservative prick. I don't know. Um, Zane, I want you to give me one more question. I can absolutely do that. This question okay, please. comes from a, a wonderful person named Lum Barnacles. Uh, this question is, how much would it cost to fill my lungs with chocolate milk? <laughs> Just context. Question's pretty self-explanatory. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I want chocolate milk in my lungs, but I want it done professionally. <laughs> Keep going, please. I wish there was more, man. I wish there was more. No, that's it? That's it? <laughs> How do we help this guy figure out a cost-effective, professional way to fill his lungs with chocolate milk? <laughs> okay, the year, we're going to set the scene. The year is 1962. Okay. You you uh you just got done to secondary school, and your father has a business for uh delivering uh different goods to people's doorsteps. Uh, you wear a white white costume with a blue tie, uh, with a tucked in shirt, and you show up and you deliver their their gallon of milk to their front door. And the person who opens the door when you ring the doorbell answers with a large syringe in hand and a bar of chocolate saying, you're the only one I can trust. Please, I'll pay any amount. Just fill these lungs right now. The whole airway. All of it. <laughs> Who is more professional? Money than- is not an object. Money is not an object, milkman. Do the deed. <laughs> I've been... I've been uh, uh, toking up these chocolate bars for three straight months now. They're just not cutting it anymore. <sighs> I just need. I just need. I a need direct. the juice. Give me the juice. I need a direct. I need it. I need a straight hard line right in. The lungs are where it's needed. I want to breathe and huff that cocoa. I've never done this, and I know you've been on the job long enough. You've at least gotten secondary chocolate milk intake into your lungs. Oh my gosh, I want more context so badly. I think that. They've given us probably more context than they believed they could give us. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> oh, so the concept, boy. at its core, let's be real here for a second, is you want to drown yourself. 
I think this person is, wants to die. I'm sorry to bring us there, but, but I don't think this person is happy. But if that's the case, then why do they want to find a, like a nice, cost-effective, very professional way and okay, something okay, that I tastes got it, I got good? It. It's a dying wish. It's not. It's not a. I have a problem and need to end end everything. That's terrible and not to be joked with. This is clearly mm-hmm. a dying wish to somebody who's who is terminal. I think that's what ah. we're dealing with here. They're saying this is the this is this is my Make a Wish Foundation. No, this is my what is it? That's the one, right? Yeah, you found where, it. Where you go to Disney World? Okay, this is my this is my Disney. I'm 87 years old and just I it, I'm just gonna kick it soon and. And I need it hardlined directly. It's been a vice for 87 years, and I'm not going to say no any longer. That is how I want to drown in the best way possible. Wait a minute. What are you typing? Dr. Crowbar's lung expansion service? No. No. With, with extended lungs, you can scream longer, breathe harder, and brag about extended lungs. This procedure is not legal, but I will do it for you. <laughs> do not also, tell the police my or info. my family. <laughs> oh my goodness. I typed in how much milk until you die, and I got really good answers. <laughs> that's, such a, that's such a good sentence. <laughs> I don't think we can talk after that. I think we got to call it where it's at. Okay, I'm just going to say it. This is the end of our podcast. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to all of our listeners and followers who make... What I say? All of our listeners and followers who make this podcast possible. Thank you to our question askers for sending in questions. Keep it up. Keep sending us in. Uh, uh, we, we will always create links and, and access to all of our social media accounts, especially with them changing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my name is Will Palumbo. My name is Zane Shaw. This has been Save Your Bacon, guys. Take it easy. And if it's easy, take it twice. <laughs>